Welcome to Craft Life, Episode 11, Be a Novice. In this episode, I'm back. And hey, it's okay to be new. We have giveaways galore. I've got updates on my crafty goodness. And please don't stop the music. All this coming up in this episode of Craft Life, the podcast all about living the creative life. It's episode 11, and I am so glad to be back. I really missed podcasting. I miss talking to all of you brilliant, crafty people out there. It has been hot. Can I just say that? It has been hot here in Texas. We have had 100 degree days for what feels like forever. I was told this past Saturday when we actually did not make it to the 100 degree mark that because of that day, we fell short two days of breaking the record. And of course, after Saturday, we were right back up to 100 plus degree days. And honestly, I felt cheated. I felt that for enduring 100 plus degree days for 40 days, we should have won some kind of prize. I mean, we should have won something. Oh, it really is very hot out here in Texas. And I am looking forward to the fall because I am so ready for fall and winter knitting. I'm ready for it. It's 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 so close. I can taste it. At any rate, that's what's going on around here and there has been a lot of knitting and crafty things happening since um since I last spoke with you in episode 10 before I took my break, but we will get into that a little bit later in the episode. Before we go any further, I need to talk about a giveaway. If you remember at the end of episode 10, I mentioned that I was pretty keen on maybe getting some giveaways going for the podcast, and so I already have. I am ready to announce the winner of the Name That Skein giveaway. Now, what giveaway is this, you may be asking? Well, this was not announced in the podcast episode 10, but it was posted on the Ravelry group for Craft Life, and I also tweeted about it. So if you followed me on Twitter or if you frequent the Craft Life Ravelry group or the message boards, then hopefully you saw about it. As you know, I've been spinning up this Kool-Aid dyed fiber that I talked about, oh, I guess maybe it was around episode 6 or so. And I got it completed, and I got it plied, and I was so happy to have it done. But I did have one problem, and that was what to call it. This skein of yarn ranges in shades of very light pink to a very bright red, and it is going up for sale in my Etsy shop in October for the Treacle and Ink Goes Pink fundraiser for breast cancer awareness. So I posted pictures of the skein in the Ravelry form and on the blog as well, and I did have some very good entries, and it was it was a hard choice, I, I have to be honest. There were a few names that, that I kind of ping-ponged back and forth between, and I finally landed on the name Peregrine. That was submitted by Sandrada, and Peregrine is the patron saint 
of cancer sufferers. And that just seemed so completely appropriate and is the perfect name for that skein. So, Sandrata, I will be sending you a private message on Ravelry to get your mailing address so that I can mail you your prize. And if you would like to check out that skein, if you didn't get a chance to enter into the giveaway, if you want to check it out, it is under the Name That Skein thread in the Craft Life group on Ravelry. August 2011 marks the one-year point from the first time I cast on. That's right, I've officially been knitting for one year now. And even though it's only been a year, it's hard to remember me not knitting. I mean, what did I do on long car or plane rides, sitting in front of the television, or all of those in-between times? Even before I started knitting, I had long had this persistent feeling that I always needed to be doing something productive. And now, I feel like I am. So this past week, I've been doing a little mental retrospective, replaying my knitting journey over the past year. It all started when a friend of mine gifted me with the book Pretty in Punk, 25 Punk, Rock, and Goth Knitting Projects. Not because I'm particularly punk, rock, or goth, but because she knew I was crafty and thought that I could, perhaps, find it useful. I had thought for quite a while that I'd like to learn to knit, and this book was what finally prompted me to take the first step. So I did what any new knitter would do. I went out, bought a pair of knitting needles in size 19, otherwise known as 15 millimeter, knotted together some strips of fabric, and set to work. Wait a minute. I did what? That's right. I said size 19 needles and a ball of yarn that wasn't actually yarn. Looking back on it now, my first thought is, what was I thinking? Well, I was thinking that it would be pretty cool to have a scarf knit from fabric scraps that were tied into end, and what a great way to use up some leftover fabrics. A quick Google search landed me blissfully into the capable hands of Amy Finley over at KnittingHelp.com, and I set to work on my first project with, as Adam called them, my training needles. After that first project, there was no going back. I had officially caught the knitting bug. It wasn't long after I discovered the joys of knitting that I also discovered the existence of podcasts and thankfully stumbled into the world of Cast On and the wisdom of the godmother of knitting podcasts, Brenda Dane. This is where my real education in knitting began. I started with episode one and worked my way forward. Brenda introduced me to a plethora of knitting techniques beyond just the knit and purl stitches, as well as the idea that knitting is about way more than just the stitches. She shared bits of history and personal anecdotes, both her own and those of fellow listeners. And as my knowledge of knitting grew, so did my knitting vocabulary. So many new words that I toss around freely now, I had never heard a year ago. Words like cast on, cast off, bind off, swatch, gauge, knit, purl, frog, tink, 
garter stitch, stockinette stitch, moss stitch, seed stitch, eye cord, intarsia, fair isle, entrelock, stranded knitting, continental style, English style, worsted weight, drop spindle, roving, grow lag, bat, staple, micron, draft, Indian ply, Navajo ply, kiviet, merino, circular needle, DPN, DK, KPYO, SSK, K2TOG, K2TOG, PSSO, K1TBL. <gasps> you get the picture. That's not to say I didn't have my beginner problems. While accidental yarn overs were not an issue, once I started using proper yarn, getting that first row knit was agony. You know the one I'm talking about. The one right after you cast on? It is still one of my least favorite parts. In fact, if I were to teach someone else how to knit, I would give them a swatch on which to practice their knit and purl stitches before making them cast on and start from scratch. In the beginning, dropping needles usually meant starting the project over especially if any of those live stitches were dropped as well. And even if I did manage to get the stitches back on the dropped needle, they were not necessarily all twisted the right way. I feel like I've come a long way since that first cast on, and I still have a long way to go. I may know how to do a three needle bind off, but short rows? They're a beast I have not yet attempted to tame. If a pattern tells me to pick up stitches, I do it, though I've never really investigated the proper way to do that. Let me just add that to my long list of techniques that could use a bit of work. Sure, I can spot an entrelock piece a mile away, but don't even ask me how they do that. And I have yet to give socks an honest try. But you know what? I'm still learning, and that's okay. Sometimes it's hard to be a beginner at something, especially if you're an expert at something else. It feels nice inside of our comfort zones, and when we're not used to royally messing up, it can be uncomfortable to step out of our cozy bubble of expertise and try our hand at something that we know nothing about. We have to be willing to make mistakes, to be the student again, and the perseverance to press on through the rough spots. It is definitely worth it in the end. And now here I am, talking to you about something that was brand new to me one year ago. When I cast on that first scarf, I definitely didn't see that coming. But then, you never know where that road will lead you if you just have the courage to take that first step and be a novice. As for me, I've always wanted to try my hand at stained glass. So where is your comfort zone? I'd be willing to bet that a lot of you out there find your comfort zone in knitting. And it is, it is definitely becoming much more of a comfortable place for me. But my ultimate comfort zone is in music. 25 years ago, I trotted off to my very first piano lesson, and I haven't looked back ever since. Music is, I, I just can't imagine life without it. I love to play the piano, I love to sing, I love everything about music. There is an appropriate song for just about every instance in life. I totally believe that. I could just sit down and soundtrack out my, my whole life because there is some song out there that is going to fit with whatever I'm going through. And that's going to be this common theme in this series of episodes, this next 10 episodes. I mentioned in episode 10 that this series would have a common thread and music is going to be that thread. Now, if you are just not musically literate, I have a website for you. 
The website is 8notes.com. That is the number 8, N-O-T-E-S dot com. And they have a great little music tutorial there. You can go and learn how to read sheet music. I have actually used their tutorial as an outline for teaching an intro to music class. And you can go at your own pace. And it's very simple. And, and they keep each step very simple. So you just take it one step at a time. I will have a link to 8notes.com on the show notes. So you can head there and either learn a little bit or just brush up on maybe a few of the things about music that you have forgotten. And as I said, I will be trying to weave a little bit of music throughout this next series of 10 episodes. If you are not able to enter into the first Craft Life giveaway, I have great news for you. Martine of the I Make podcast has graciously volunteered to sponsor a giveaway for Craft Life. Martine is giving away a red leather cuff that is hand stamped with stars. It is, oh, it's so beautiful. It's approximately 2.4 centimeters wide and 24 centimeters long, and it fastens in two places, so it will work for any wrist size up to 20 centimeters. Martine from iMake is a Guernsey-based blogger and podcaster, and that is her main craft focus, really. Her blog can be found at www.imake.gg, as can her podcast, which is also available on a variety of podcast directories, including iTunes, and I will have a link to her blog up on the show notes. If Martine does have any free time, which is not that often, she occasionally makes things for her Etsy and folksy shops, and that is where this beautiful red leather cuff is coming from. You can find her Etsy shop at www.etsy.com shop slash imakeshop, and you can find her folksy shop at www.folksy.com slash shops slash I make, and I will have both of those links on the show notes, so you don't have to worry about writing them down right now. In order to be entered into this giveaway, this is a two-step process. First, I'd like for you to head over to Martine's Etsy and Folksy shops and take a look around. Once you've done that, head back over to the Craft Life group on Ravelry and leave me a comment in the thread entitled, I Make Giveaway telling me which one of Martine's items is your favorite. You have until September the 14th to enter this contest, and that's plenty of time to go have a look at both shops. Once all the entries are in, I will use the random number generator to pick a winner, and I will announce the winner in episode 13. So go on over to Martine's Etsy and Folksy shops and have a look around. All right, it's time to get down to the crafty business. What have I been up to? Well, I really, really want to tell you that I have finished the 4x4 rib shawl. But I haven't. But I am so close. I am on the next to last yarn change. If you remember, this this is a novelty yarn. I just need to call it what it is. It's a novelty yarn. It's Alp Light. And it is in a pink colorway, and it is a combination of so many different types of yarns all knotted together. And I am I'm on the next to last change of yarn, and I, I maybe have oh eight more rows left to go. So it 
it is practically done, but I'm going to be honest with you, it's not quite done. So in the next episode, I will be having a 4x4 rib shawl is done celebration. And since it is my first birthday as a knitter, I decided it was, it was time to join the ranks of millions of other knitters around the world, and I've cast on the Ishbel. You know, it's been at the top of, of the Ravelry pattern search forever. It's the most popular pattern on Ravelry. And I decided that if I'm going to call myself a knitter, I need to knit the Ishbel. It's, it's, it's like a rite of passage. So I have cast that on. I'm very excited about that. I cast it on in, in a gray. And it's, it's a nylon acrylic blend yarn. It's not anything fancy. So I have cast on the Ishbel in gray, and I think it's going to be lovely, and I'm very excited to, to keep you updated on my progress with that. And as I've been looking back over the past year as a knitter, I, I started thinking about some of the projects that I mentioned to you in oh, episode one, episode two, that, that you just didn't hear anything else about, because for whatever reason, I, I never finished them. Well, I have updates on two of those items. The first is the pair of fingerless mitts I was knitting in a pink alpaca blend yarn. And this was this was a, a self-designed pattern. It had a pink ribbon design on the back of it. I had completed one mitt and I was probably about three quarters of the way through the second one. I was kind of battling the second mitt syndrome and, and I put them down. I think I made an error somewhere on the second one and just decided I was not motivated to fix it or to complete the mitts. So they sat in my unfinished object pile for quite a while. And over this past break, I resurrected them and I remade them. I frogged both of the mitts and I have re-knit them into a hat. It is a pretty basic hat. It has six cables running from bottom to top and in between the cables is a moss stitch. And I am so close to finishing this hat. And it would actually be complete already had I not run out of yarn. Maybe I have 10 rounds left to go. Maybe 10. And I have completely run out of yarn. I thought two elbow length mitts worth of yarn would make a hat. But not quite. So I have to go and buy new yarn for that. And hopefully the dye lot that I buy this time around, now that it's been six, eight months out, we'll, we'll match. We'll see. I'll keep you updated on that. And the other project that made it into the UFO bin long ago was the knitted stuffed TARDIS. If you don't know the problems I was having with this TARDIS, it was supposed to be done in Intarsia. And the first side I decided to, to do Fair Isle instead and wound up with these long, just canyon-sized creases where I had made, uh, where I had tacked all of my floats to the back. So the second panel I decided to actually try and knit in proper intarsia, not, not feral, not stranded knitting. And this, it, it was just kind of coming out kind of wonky looking and I, and I, I just retired it. I put it on timeout and I just let it sit till I could figure out what to do with it. And I think what I'm going to do is duplicate stitch. That just seems to make the most sense for me. I won't have to worry about the creases from tacking the floats. I won't have to worry about strange joins in my intarsia that may look a little funky. Just duplicate stitch. So I am ready to resurrect the TARDIS. 
And I will let you know once I get one side panel knit up and I start doing those duplicate stitches, how it's turning out. Along with the knitting, I've also been doing a little bit of wet felting. I've never done any type of felting before, so this was my first go at it. I do like the idea of finding great sweaters, well, maybe not so great sweaters, but sweaters that contain really, really good fiber at places such as thrift stores or yard sales and taking them home and deconstructing them and, and saving the yarn and using that great fiber to knit something different. Well, I have three lamb's wool sweater vests that they're the exact same vest. They're just in three different colors. And I attempted to unravel one of them and, and the yarn was just too delicate to be unraveled well. So I opted on felting and I'm very pleased with my first wet felting attempt. This sweater vest, it is sort of a burgundy color sweater vest, has turned into a pair of felted fingerless mitts. So this kind of replaces my pink ribbon fingerless mitts that I frogged. They are so warm and I used pink embroidery thread to stitch up the seams in a nice little X pattern up the arm and stitched around the top and the thumb hole and I, I am going to post them for sale in my Etsy shop in October. But at the same time, it is going to be really hard for me to do that because I really want to keep these. They're, they're just really nice and warm and just really smart looking. So I'm very pleased with that first wet felting attempt and I'm ready to do some more. And I think that may be it for what I've been working on since episode 10. Since this next set of episodes has the common thread of music, I've decided to add in a new segment to the podcast. This is a segment that is not entirely my own idea. It is completely inspired by Miss Laura of the Oodcast. If you are a Doctor Who fan and a podcast listener, chances are you have heard of the Oodcast. They are four very, very talented podcasters who get together and, and talk about what else? Doctor Who. And Miss Laura likes to end their episodes in a very special way. And so that is my plan for this next set of 10 episodes. You know, Adam and I have been taking ballroom dancing lessons. And I mentioned this in episode 10. And I think we had gone to our first lesson. Well, we are about to go to our last lesson. This coming Monday is our very last ballroom dancing lesson. And I have had a blast. It has been a lot of fun. And we have learned the foxtrot, the waltz, and the rumba. And we've just had a great time. We have stepped on each other's toes. We have bumped each other's knees. We've had, you know, the good days and the bad days. We've definitely come in as beginners, and I would say we're leaving as beginners, but maybe, maybe leaning more toward intermediate beginners. No matter what you do, when you start a new skill or start learning a new craft, there are bumps along the way. And the important thing is to just remember, anytime you make a mistake or when it just seems like you can't quite get it, just take a step back and take a deep breath. She calls me cause I'm still awake Can you help me unravel my latest 
biggest mistake Dropped a stitch about 17 rows behind me There's no way I can pick it up from where I am This is so frustrating I feel I should just slam it down on the table And walk away madly my stitches don't count up and I missed a cable This yarn's not the size that it says on the label Now I can't find which repeat I am on I think I should have a sit down But I think that they're dumb Now my choice has come back to bite me in the bum It's turning out a whole lot smaller than I planned And whose idea was it to knit while watching TV? I think I completely skipped row 33 I've had just about all of the mess-ups I can stand Stitches don't count up and I missed a cable This yarn's not the size that it says on the label Now I can't find which repeat I am on I think I should have a sit down I put there When I cast it on I thought I'd finish it proudly But all of this stress Has me screaming out loud Is it worth it Or is it much more than I can bear My stitches don't count up And I missed a cable This yarn's not the size That it says on the label now I can't find which repeat I am on I think I should have a sit down
If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can email treacleandink at hotmail.com. You can find show notes for this episode as well as all of the other episodes at treacleandinketsy.wordpress.com. My name is Treacle and Ink on Ravelry and on Facebook. You can join us in the Craft Life Ravelry group. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Craft Life. Join me in the next episode when we'll discuss knitting addiction. Until then, thanks so much and have a great week.